0: The Gorecast is brought to you by American Horrors, the greatest uncut horror channel in the world. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all horror.
1: As well as the station of decapitation without your head. America's longest running horror channel, www.withoutyourhead.com. The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion to buy. What's up, Gorecasters? Welcome back here to the Gorecast with me, Johnny Deadly, and my home slice up the road, the giz. Howdy, folks. Um, how is everybody it's Sunday, there? So we're ha. back for Old School Sundays, which are typically either myself and Giz have a theme that has to do with American horrors, appropriate for tonight. Or we've just found some horror movies that have a bit of a running storyline. Not a running storyline, but a running theme amongst all of them. Or one that we've just somehow managed to adhere onto them to suit our own purposes, one or the other. How are you, how are you getting on, Broski? Yeah, pretty much. How's things?
0: I am... I am not too bad. Uh, my buddy's got BattleTech working again, so we've been playing that for the last couple of days. Um, since we're after jumping in, we might as well say hello to viewers. So, um, hi, character. Hi, Brie. Hi, Sweet Rabbit. Hi, Katie. If you're still there, well done for YouTube for letting you know the show was on. And hi, Wednesday. And hello and to everyone else that's Dream watching. May or may not have commented.
1: Yes. Oh, Dream Leon. Dre- Dreamy uh, One. Dreamy One. That was it. Uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's, that's it. No. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, we got uh, news bits where the whole team of tonight and over on American Horrors as well as that we're talking about some of the craziest inventions in horror, not the ones you think of. So, well, on American Horror, some of the ones you think of would be on there, but um, I'd like to say it's a relatively unique list. Yeah, uh,
0: to be fair, I think one of my ones was a bit of a no-brainer, but I think if we didn't do it, everyone would be like, why is that not on the list? So, hence you us covering one up? of the... F-
1: no, the one with the box. Oh, that one. I I would yeah. I would have said that that was one of the curb walls for the list. To be honest, how? Just trust me. I just feel that wouldn't be one that people would automatically think because they think more magic when associated with that opposed to straight up inventions. I would out out of everything That's... you picked, not trying to ruin anything on American Horror, but I would have said saw if I was going to put my chip in the chip in the <laughs> basket. <laughs> Oh god that's way too pink. Oh, fair enough. And three, mm-hmm. yeah, that's too green. Yeah. There we go. Sorry, it was very hot there. Anyway, as is customary on a every show, any of our shows any of our we've shows? got a whole load of news bits and some tasty news that we were talking about on um Thursday night mm-hmm. dropped. And as we said on Thursday night, we I don't mind kind of ruining the surprise initially. I'll I'll tell you what. We'll go newsroom and then we'll uh fill you in on everything that's going on. weird that worked Ooh. out well um yeah anyway as uh we were talking about on thursday um the godzilla trailer for godzilla versus kong was supposed to be dropping on sunday and you and i had said if it had dropped in time we'd do a live trailer reaction and it literally dropped what was it uh when was i talking to you about nine or ten o'clock Yeah, I
0: was in the middle of a uh, game against one of the lads. It, it, it literally went, dropped in
1: the last four hours. So we got on it. I'll put it that way. I think it was a little bit earlier. Do you want? Yeah. yeah something
0: like that. Yeah. Point is, it was um, in time.
1: It was in time. So we're going to have that as the last news bit, because we used that as a breach as a way of getting out of the news and into the uh, trailers, which remind, yeah. will, reminds me, I need to turn the volume of the trailer down when we're about to review it, because it's full blast. And I don't know, will anyone hear us? Yeah. I'm pretty sure having Giz and I talking over it should resolve any of the uh, customary technical issues we have when we run a new trailer on the, a brand new trailer on the show. But anyway, first news bit up. Um, What is yeah. it? I, I didn't read any of the news. There. One, I can okay, assume so- what it is. One, I have no fucking idea. And the other one's Godzilla.
0: Okay, so a while back, um, I spoke excitedly about the fact that another Robert Kirkman comic book, this time called Invincible, was going to be getting adapted into a TV series. For those of you who know who Robert Kirkman is, awesome. For those of you who don't, he's the guy that wrote Walking Dead before AMC turned it into one of the biggest, most boring excuses for, oh my God, why am I still watching this ever? Um, Fortunately, however, Invincible appears to be an animated show that's going to be going up on uh, Amazon Prime. Now let me see. Uh voice um the story itself is about a seventeen-year-old named Mark Grayson who wants to be just like everyone else his age. There's just one small problem, that's the fact that he's Alphala, happens to be the most powerful superhero on the planet, known as Omni Man, and voiced that's great by Simmons. And that's a great voice. So as Mark Indeed. Um, As Mark starts to come to terms with his abilities, learning his limitations, what he can do and all the rest of it, he also tries to follow in his father's footsteps and in doing so realizes that his father's heroic legacy might not be as squeaky bloody clean as he once thought, what with, you know, the realism of needing to whack the occasional bad guy to stop him from killing a city and other such terror. Yeah. Um, So like I said, we reported on this a while back, but um, just is it today or yesterday? Uh, yesterday, well, a few days ago, um, it was announced that the first three episodes are going to be premiering on Amazon Prime on March twenty sixth, with uh, new episodes available every Friday afterwards. And personally, I am very, very much looking forward to this because I, it just it, there was a there was a trailer up and there's like first clips and a couple of bits and pieces like that, but it they're not holding back on the gore and the violence. It seems so. While the art is very reminiscent of the the clean lines from the DC uh, Justice League and even the Young Justice cartoon, the violence level is whoop up there. And I expect that the um, the content would probably not be kids oriented either. What would Robert Kirkman being the one that fucking wrote it? I admit, I haven't read Invincible. I've known about it for a while. Never actually got around to reading it. Um, you had so, me with um, the words Robert yeah, Kirkman
1: I, and graphic, to be blatantly honest.
0: Oh, well...
1: That's yeah. even better. And the than... image itself kind of sells the whole, because that's definitely a man getting his brain squashed into unholy hell. From what I can ascertain. <laughs>
0: I thought that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that would be a good one to send that All right, One moment
1: now. I just need to finish writing something here quickly. Link in bio. Bit of advertising. Um, anyway, next up, um, I'm assuming it's got to do with the Resident Evil TV series. Actually, there is so much
0: Resident Evil stuff coming at us in the not-too-distant future that this one is actually another animated movie coming from Should Netflix. Chat. And for those of you that have seen... Oh, this gets better, dude. For those that have seen the previous um, Resident Evil animated movies, you'll be aware that they've very much tried to stick within the, the canon of the games. This one is going to be no exception, taking place after Resident Evil 4 um, the game, is, or the, sorry, the live, mm, the animated movie, ha, there we go, is set to feature iconic characters, Claire Redfield, as well as Leon S. Kennedy, who have both been in the previous yeah. animated installments. Uh, let's see you know, Uh, when a biohazard runs wild, only a pair of veteran zombie slayers can get the job done which is about as much of a summation as we're getting. And quite frankly, about as much as one as you need, apart from the fact that it's Resident Evil. It's following in the line of the games. This is going to be fun because the last three, was it two or three they've done previously?
1: Animated movies? Three.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I knew I was right. Yeah, it was two two Starship Troopers, three Resident Evil. That was it. Yeah. But um, it's uh, apparently being done by... Quebeco Studios and is being produced by TMZ Entertainment with executive producer Hiroyuki Kobayashi from Capcom behind it. So, ha 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 ha, ha. Uh, Not sure when it's going to be coming out, but and you're going to hate when I say this part. There's a trailer oh, for, it for it available up on Netflix sake.
1: or up on YouTube. I know, uh, no, we're we're going to keep the spe- we're this going one- to keep the specialness of Godzilla versus Kong. Um. Uh. Though I do, I do have and, uh, reservations about it. A little
0: about bit. Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. Well, anyway, for anyone interested in checking out the trailer for the new Resident Evil one, it's going to be called Infinite Darkness. It is going to be up on Netflix, I think, and it's scheduled to be released sometime in twenty twenty one. No, yeah, no details as to when exactly. But the good news is, since it's going to Netflix, it is animated. We won't have to put up with the delays that have hit everything. By the way, there was more delays, but I don't want to talk about them because they were just depressing.
1: Bain's giving just, away the just trade just secrets. What trade secrets there. am I giving away? Also, welcome to the chat share. <laughs> well, uh, how are we getting on? <laughs> no idea what the trade secrets are. Me sharing the news, maybe. I don't know. Um, okay. Okay. Last news bit, because we thought it was newsworthy. Um, because it was literally newsworthy because yes, it was it news is. on Thursday when we were talking about it and now it's news today. Does Hence newsworthy. Um, Godzilla versus Kong trailer reaction? Maybe?
0: Uh, I'll, I'll take some of that,
1: please. Uh, I think I just need to hit this. No, wrong one. That's the s- fucking Scooby gang. Oh, and I also, so I can hear the fucking <laughs> audio. the only chance.
0: Yeah. Let's I, I,
1: that it, Whatevs. Alright. We have to take it. Mm-hmm. And then the stream freezes up. Of course. Well, no. Not the stream. Oh. It's the computer's frozen up. Cause Yeah, yeah. Because it's connecting. Oh. The... No community to protect her. Um, okay, I also can see... There we go. Now you're not hearing the audio, and I'm hearing the audio. Good. That's a big Kong. It's Godzilla. It's the same size Kong. I know Godzilla doesn't look the same size as Kong. I know he does near the end. That's a good looking Godzilla, Godzilla though.
0: Godzilla even very. Sad. The first time you see him coming, I mean, he comes onto the ship. Yeah. He should be bigger
1: than the ship. But he is length, boys. Including the tail. Like, the ship barely covered his belly. But I mean, he should be, like, lengthwise. Like, height wise, he'd be bigger than the I'm ship. I'm of the same opinion. They're on yeah. the battleship.
0: Godzilla's foot. Oh, yes, be I get you. I get you. The battleship. That's my point. I, I thought they'd go the other way and have, like, it's 50 years, Kong's after getting bigger. But Kong's the same size, as Godzilla's shrank. So, oh. I don't know. There must be a reason for that. But who cares because it's just. Oh. That was oh yeah. They did rampage the film, but... I I, I, the man, I love
1: that. Film. Let's be fair. Just slam dunking a fucking Godzilla blast right back in his face.
0: And I know what it is. I know what he's using. I figured it out. I saw a picture and I know exactly what it is. Somehow, some way, Kong is going to get his hands on, like, fucking one of Godzilla's fucking scales or something. Stab the shite out of him. Turn it into an axe. It's either going to get stuck in a pole or something like that, but that's the, the head of the axe, I think, is one of Godzilla's scales.
1: Oh, I, I, I'll tell you what my only reservation about this is, right, and it's a fair reservation, I think, is the last Godzilla movie, you know, King of the Monsters, we also got this real super yeah. action-packed Monsters pucking the head off each other and nothing else kind of trailer. And it ended up not in that kind of movie. And I'm just yeah. a little bit worried <laughs> in that respect. I don't th- I gonna, don't think it's going to be there because there look. looks like there's expect... just shit loads of fights in it. In the daytime, yeah, by the well, way, which I'm super probably... happy about. In the yes, fucking cycle. daytime. It's like they finally have started listening think... to us. I'd like... I'd like to see the I monster think
0: I think when it comes to Kong, I think when it comes to Kong versus Godzilla, like those two fighting, would probably get. I think there's probably going to be like two confrontations, you know, one that one city. at sea and then at some point yeah, 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 later on yeah. when they get back. Yeah, but there's. I saw stuff online, and having seen it online, I actually spotted it there when we were watching it. People said that the game was giving away one or two things, but I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to be the one to give the game away. But you know. It's a possibility, and it, it means that there might be a bit of a surprise that I've already accidentally spoiled for myself by by, by, looking at stuff. Damn it.
1: Welcome, welcome to podcasting, bro.
0: But yeah, no, it's... Yeah. Um, yeah. Pre- it's going to be a great fight. That's all I care about. Also, it's interesting that they chose the theme song from Hell in a Cell 2019 for the trailer. Sweet Rabbit <laughs>
1: said it's going to be my favourite vampire in it. And...
0: Oh yeah, um, that's uh, Eric from True Blood is the guy on the ship with the the jacket Captain saying how Kong is their only open.
1: And um, Bree said, this is reminding me to get a new baby Godzilla sticker from my phone because it's coming off. You're welcome. By the way. Um, okay, that's <laughs> it for the news. Uh, do, I, outside of my slight little reservation, though I, I don't think it, it is going to come true, that trailer looks dope. <laughs> I, I can yeah I'll be honest like it's going yeah, to I can deal with the slight size discrepancy because I won't lie to you the visual of Kong slam dunking a fucking retaliation blast back into Godzilla's face is fucking sick hashtag new computer have, wallpaper twenty twenty one
0: see here's the thing if they actually mention it and they give us a reason kind of go even if they just say Godzilla's smaller than last time then that's fine because at least they acknowledge it in the film. But if it just completely no one bothers mentioning it, they'll be sitting there going and going, seriously, no one's going to notice the fact that he is no longer capable of like barreling through a skyscraper. He'd now have to climb it.
1: I don't know. They looked fairly close to skyscraper height in that city fight.
0: They looked fairly close to large buildings, but like in the first one, Godzilla was the size of like fucking proper towering building buildings I guess well, that, he looked smaller than some of the buildings in the well, cityscape
1: slight story discrepancy aside or size discrepancy whatever, whichever well, one you want to look at it like I said
0: it could even if it's just as long as it's acknowledged in the film you don't even need to explain it just as long as someone says does he look fucking smaller to you then I'll be happy
1: okay no no more explanation after that just does he look smaller to you you know what i think he does okay cool
0: we'll just move. Oh, no! don't get me wrong i'd love an explanation i'd love an explanation but if nobody even mentions it then it'd be like really you don't expect us audience members to at least notice it
1: yeah okay um yep yeah, that's it for the news we're gonna hit back into the studio and we're gonna start talking about some fucking flicks bitches yeah <laughs> oh no i didn't do the newsroom outro you know what i'm fucking doing it Call it my producer OCD. I just, I don't feel the segment's finished until I've hit the intro or or custom, you know, the outro button. It's the same thing. The intro, outro button. Yeah, pretty much. Right, let me queue up a trailer here and we'll get rolling now in a moment. But um, yeah, first up from 1986. Okay, before I shit on this movie, because believe me, I'm going to shit on this movie, but it's just me nitpicking as a film reviewer. Do you know what I mean? Overall, this is just 80s schlocky, fun awesomeness. It's mostly survival discrepancies are what I have an issue with. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just one or two minor idiotic things uh, by the people within more storyline-based idiosity than actual film production idiosity is what I have issues Troop, with. Troopy,
0: actually, truth troopy be told, storyline... This was far more intelligent than I thought it was going to be. Going there into was it,
1: a, you know, we'll we'll get into it in a sec when I start going through the thing. But um, di- look, there's loads of teenagers in the 80s, so you know there's going to be a fuck party at some stage. When the fuck party and all that's actually, actually yeah, that ex- when the fuck party and all that stuff was going on, I was kind of like, oh, it's going to be one of those kind of things. And then it went proper sci-fi horror kind of afterwards, and I was like, huh, I that movie got a lot oh, deeper yeah. than I was expecting. Just briefly, um, for those of you that haven't
0: seen Chopping Mall because I hadn't seen it until recently, despite how iconic and cult horrific it is, um, in 1986, uh, six teenagers decided it's a good idea to basically use the fact that um, three of them work in a furniture shop and have the keys to have an all out party in there
1: because you know they one can- of their dads owns uh, the furniture store, if memory serves me correctly, or one of them is running the furniture. The girl, the girl, because there's the there's the real horny dude. Or the yeah. we we'll call him the Brad. Do you know what I mean? The mandatory jock asshole. I
0: think his name is. Rick. Yeah, th- I like Rick. to call him yeah. the Brad. Do you know, you know what, what I mean? Saying. Like
1: as stereotypes go, Brad is ninety-five percent of the time in horror movies. He's Brad, but um, the Brad character I think is. I think he's ba- Greg, Greg sounds right to be honest, but um, he's humping the manager's daughter of the shopping mall because he asks her to shut up after he's heading away because they're talking about they're going over to their friend's house to watch movies wink wink no nudge, nudge anymore
0: yeah but it's also the fact that they have the keys to the furniture shop and i imagine if if like anyone fucking caught wind that they were planning on staying in there after the place supposed to be shut up then they'd all be kicked out true in any case it doesn't matter because the point is they have keys to this place they're they're planning on basically doing a lock in in the furniture shop um one of the girls is invited along, her friend, and they're setting her up with, you know, one of the lads from the furniture shop in, like, yes. a blind... Um, actually, it's a very good thing that Alison does get invited along, as it turns out. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Now, unbeknownst to the lads, it turns out that the, the shopping mall is going to be getting some brand-new security robotic drones...
1: I can't see how this is going on... to go wrong. At all. Also, if you're a big fag... Yeah. A big fag, If you're a big fan of Johnny Five... You should be mildly happy with this.
0: Yeah, um, these security drones are supposed to be state of the art. Each one, it um, made me feel like he was alive. I'll put the it that way. Center. Yeah, it, there's a lot of very sim- weird similarities, actually. Funnily enough, as things go, because um, while the party's going on, and you know, everyone, all the kids are having fun, and the janitors are cleaning the place up, and fucking what's his name? Oh crap! What is Dick Miller is getting pissed off by fucking people knocking over his bucket to slop. It turns out some electrical strikes is after hitting the tower where the droids are controlled from, it's shorted out one of them. So, um... Nope. Of course. So they no longer give a frack about the whole security badge thingy. And I think they basically just start seeing everyone as authorized targets. Well,
1: you see, in 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 fairness... the, 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 the controller. It's also kind of explained at the start. It's their safety override system gets fried in the electrical storm, if you know what I mean. It's explained at the start that they will look yeah. at anyone that's in the shopping mall after a certain time as a hostile threat. It's just they're not they're not expecting them to go out the um, weird thing to is, quote demolition man MDK on it.
0: Yeah, but I think they kind of actually go a little bit opposite because at first he's actually killing him because he's got the security badge. Because they went one of them went right past hmm. all the kids in the shopping center. And it wasn't until later on when they were actually in around, like, they, once they were when they were in the shop, I think they were okay. But as soon as they left, it was kind of like, Johnny oh, Five is a oh fucking icon, Katie. You're totally but, right. Um,
1: hashtag, you know, I'm going to get a hashtag up here.
0: <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, it isn't long before the kids realise they are hummed as these kill bots yeah. have started whacking everything around indiscriminately, um,
1: to say the least. That's the easiest way of putting it.
0: Yeah, um, but it, to be fair, yeah, this is just, it It, it just becomes everything that you'd expect it to be. The kids trying to fight their way out of a shopping center. There is a full security lockdown that happens um, because of the the t- security timer. And was it the security timer or the droids? One or the other. But a full lockdown happens It's so the security timer. The they, were sp- the they were
1: supposed to party and get the fuck out by a certain time. Yeah, that was it. That was it. But um,
0: to be fair, They do start to kind of fight back and they come up with one or two interesting ways of taking on the droids. Although it's fortunate that Allison is a very good shot, as we find out numerous times during the film. I don't know. I like Chopping Mall. It's it's a handy, it's short. I can understand why a lot of people are like, yeah, this is fun.
1: Yeah, it's not That's because Allison's the only one who manages to do any fucking damage with a firearm to any of them. Yeah. Oh, that's a big hashtag. Sorry, we'll just shrink that down there now. That's what one of the lads does manage to shoot a fucking
0: one of the lads does manage to shoot a kerosene container, which blows up one of them at one point.
1: Um, Yeah, that's good. But like the predominantly, I said that to you that I was like, why didn't they keep grabbing kerosene containers and chucking them at them? Because I mean, after the first, I what can I say, five hundred rounds of um, ammo that they pumped into one of these things, they should have realized there was like this. I I don't know if this is going to work.
0: Well, they kind of, they kind of did. Remember, they set up the the canisters on top of an elevator, and they were going to lure one of them yeah. in. And that's when Allison took the cool shot and
1: went. Um, is Johnny Five, the first homosexual robot. What? Is there any D- what? George has put in the chat the first homosexual robot, which I'm assuming is in reference to all of the Johnny Five. um am i missing something i don't know what version of uh i i think you've seen a different cut of uh short circuit than we have and you're welcome Jared to it, think. Little...
0: but um yeah look overall choppy mall is 1980s sci-fi robot yeah. fun that
1: you've it, got look it's, you've got a bunch of crazy trying... teens You've got the mandatory titties that came around with an 80s mo- horror movie. It was just mandatory as the way it went. You've got some cool looking robots that look like they're like Johnny Five in a dialect fucked. Um, and they're <clears throat> hyper aggressive. And you get to see some really cool kills. Some of them off camera, but there was a couple of good throat slices and things in there. Practical effects were good. People, yeah. uh, uh, the I only thing that bugged these... me was the fact that, majorly bugged me, was the fact that people could not seem to get it through the head that these things were bulletproof <laughs> it's just like you're wasting valuable well, ammo you they, could be they, blowing propane tanks up with like i mean there can't only be one propane tank in the entire chopping mall shopping mall
0: all i can say is they're americans they think shooting everything always works maybe
1: anyway yeah, but um, th- that was my issue shooting stuff did work just not the fucking robots Roll more propane tanks in under the things that they blatantly can't drive over and shoot them.
0: I I enjoyed how flammable apparently paint is. Although then again there was an awful lot of paint stripper in like
1: cans. Eighties yeah. so paint was a whole room. different thing, bro. <laughs> Do you Fair know? Like Superman would be trying to look into your house. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just see windows and a whole lot of black. Yep. Anyway, uh that's it for the review for Chopping Mall for the minute. We're gonna hit you with the full blown trailer instead of what's going on in the background, and myself and Giz are gonna be back where we're gonna be talking about Hellraiser bloodlines. Lord give me strength. Well, I was gonna What I was gonna say we have such sights to show you. These aren't the sites you want to be bragging about showing them. Did you not like I no. wouldn't call it fantastic. If the, Here's the trailer for Chopping Wall, and we're going to be back after this.
0: Now, I'm- so let me introduce you to the head of development for Securetronics Unlimited, Dr. Stan Simon. Thank you very much. Before I open the floor, I'd like you all to meet your brand new security team. The Protector 101 series robots. One week from tonight, at closing, the Protectors will begin their patrol of the mall. Each assigned to one of the three upper shopping levels.
1: Look, Allison, you've had yourself a very rough first week. You owe yourself a little blowout.
0: So what do your machines there do besides kill criminals? Protectors do not
1: kill. You got the beer?
0: You've just got to show. Susie, you've got a one-track line. I already told you. I don't know anybody. Yeah, but you will after tonight.
1: Protectors will make Park Plaza the safest mall in the state.
0: Why do I have the feeling I'm going to regret this in the morning?
1: Trust me. Absolutely nothing can go wrong.
0: What was that? That's the sound of
1: us being locked in here all night.
0: I'm sorry, I should have told you about that. I've seen this one a few times. Hence Johnny Five being a homosexual robot.
1: Right, and we're back. That was the trailer for um, 1986's Chopping <coughs> Mall. but uh, Fantastic orchestral music. I I was a little bit <laughs> taken aback from, to be blatantly honest, I wasn't expecting that. Um, anyway, next up you know it's going to be a good section because we were already disagreeing before we went into the fucking trailer for the last movie we have yeah. um from 19 uh, what, yeah, 96 yeah 1996 we have um Hellraiser Bloodline which tells the I should I should have really taken the first segment and you should have taken this we should have discussed this in advance um it t- it tells okay, it you... tells several stories that run through one family would be the easiest way of describing it. Starting back in the like fifteenth century where you see the conception of the lament configuration itself. Um its uses that get put oh, we're frozen up. One sec. There we go. We're back. Um its uses and how it's black magically infused in the gateway to another dimension and how all of that comes about. And how a man tries to stop it from happening to no success whatsoever. Then it goes on to another generation where uh instead of a toy maker, he is now a uh, architect instead, who somehow has built a building that essentially is the Lefent the Lament. No,
0: he's pil- he's um
1: he's done an art exhibition inside of it. A- yes, that's it. Sorry. Um yeah, that's there. Then it turns into a magical pillar. And uh it wasn't always that pillar wasn't always there. <laughs> I think maybe I
0: should have handled the, the synopsis after Yeah, all. yeah, yeah. I, I'm,
1: I'm trying to, like... D- it, this is what I was saying about you can't do fucking... How many hundreds of years? It's two centuries...
0: Uh, no, it's not. It's Okay, the story starts off in the 17th century with the inventor of the box who basically gets tricked into what he thinks is going to be just this puzzle box but ends up being infused with black magic yeah. as a portal of hell. His family gets cursed... He figures, he comes up with a design to try and reverse what he's done, but yes. he gets killed off before he can implement it. Um, in the, in 96, one of his descendants has dreams because his family is cursed. He see, he finds, um, he has his dreams, goes looking at his ancestors, finds the design your man came up with, does an art exhibition to try and reclaim light. It's
1: a bad idea. It's a bad idea. I thought it was a i thought it was good no i mean what your you man's story wise no, like in, what, in story it's a bad uh, idea yes.
0: yeah because he can't make it work it's he, he he isn't quite he hasn't worked out how to make it work this genius ancestor of his came up with this notion but has no idea of how to implement it unfortunately while all this is going on um the demon originally summoned by the box named Angela yeah. angelica Angel- originally
1: summoned and originally yeah. absorbed by the box technically Angelique,
0: Angelique, there we go. Um, No, she wasn't reabsorbed. no, The the human human body
1: was absorbed of a poor lady wench.
0: Oh, yeah, there would have been transfer of, yeah. But um, Angelique, along with um, the along with uh, Jacques Hughes, who is the who was the former assistant to the guy that, that kind of did all the magic, are still knocking around. Angelique sees that um, Merchant, the, that's the name of the family, the latest guy is around, wants to go off and deal with him. There's a confrontation there. Merchant, once again, fails to implement his plan. And in doing so, kind of, once again, opens the box. This then brings us to the final segment, which is also the yeah. start, because the film begins hundreds Auto of years spaceship. in the future. We have another... The last descendant of the merchant family has once again um, is being tormented by the dreams, has seen the design. However, this time he has a plan to make it all yeah, work out. some space because, fuckers show you know, up
1: and t- fuck it up on him.
0: Well, he kind of did hijack his ship without telling anyone why. He designed this ship, didn't tell anyone why he was designing it, let other people pay for it, and then went, yoink! Because the entire point of him having the ship in the first place is that it's this big ship mobile
1: is the yeah, design. Yeah. It's the counter... Because there's a yeah. bit like earlier in the movie where your man who designs the box is pardon my pun lamenting about what he's after creating and thank you um Aha. and he uh, is talking to this other i think it's another toy maker or something your man's like well you made the box so just make something that stops the demons
0: Und- essentially yeah you made it to do this so just make yeah. something that does the opposite And that's what instigates... Which was one of those logic uh, lines which I was like, initially
1: I was like, oh, that's really good. And then as I thought about it more, I was like, that's the obviously fucking like,
0: (laughs) what? Don't forget, though. Don't forget, though. It's 17th century France, literally the age of reason. One of the things that his buddy, the, the mortician, says is... You're in an age of reason. Yet, if you believe these things to be true, if you believe that you created a box, if you, that you created something that did this horrible thing, then you should be able to create something that undoes it. Like he's—he's he's basically yeah. just placating, it's, him, just to it's fucking the, like, kind of go. It's look, the if, dark <laughs> magic. I don't it's think the this dark is real, magic but if le- you do. Le- off you go. Le- meant
1: configuration equivalent of telling someone to look in the last place they fucking you. you know whatever the, that fucking phrase is. I was always, always in the last place you look. No shit. That, that was essentially my reaction yeah. when your man said that. Was like it was just kind of like, yeah, no shit. I'll, ju- I'll just make an opposite box. No problem whatsoever. But
0: that was the thing. He came up with the design, but like I said, unable to implement it. Even 96, your man, he was a bit closer. He knew that it was something got to do with being able to make light refract around yeah. a certain way. He couldn't get it. And then hundreds of years later, the final guy figures out, well, actually it needs to be a certain type of light and it needs to be a certain type of configuration. And well. I'm just going to do an entire fucking spaceship and bring it out towards the sun and do that.
1: Um, yeah. True.
0: Very true. I don't know. I, I personally, I just, I like the story. I like the idea of the cursed family and members of the family trying and, for the most part, failing to confront this evil that one of their ancestors summoned in the first place. You know, it's 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 the Faustian deal trying to be undone over hundreds of years until eventually you get a guy that's in a position where you can kind of really make a shot at it. And it even, you even have Pinhead turn around and say, you know, fair to see you and your family, you know, you were worthy adversaries, but you're just not fucking good enough. Are you? Let's see about that.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure there was, I'm sure he had a moment during that um, conversation where he's just like, mm-hmm, okie dokie. I
0: look, yeah. For anyone that hasn't seen it, I don't want to spoil it, but I'm pretty sure I, I know exactly what that moment was.
1: Nearly twenty years in the future is a fair time to um, or fucking nearly thirty years in the future, should I say, is a fair time to like we can spoil things, I think. Um I I, I won't lie to you, Matt. Twenty one twenty seven is the year the last one. Twenty one twenty is the year it's set. Is the is
0: where the last yeah, merchant I, is. The I'm spaceship talking,
1: one. Twenty one, twenty seven. So that's literally six years from now. Oh, 20, sorry, 20, uh, 106. Sorry. I, when I was saying about, I, I mean as in the movie's nearly 30 years old is what I'm saying. So I'm pretty. I oh,
0: know that just got me wondering what year the um, pura Alaska was in. D- my oh, yeah, major gripes
1: with so. this movie were that I, I, I won't lie to you, I couldn't have given a fuck about the architect section in the middle. It I just did nothing for me. Barry, you did get to see a guy get absolutely hellraiser annihilated, which is always fun. Um, Really enjoyed the first section. I, I, I really feel if they focused more on the first section and there was kind of a montage through history as to some of the other foibles that they had tried to attempt or things like that, and then focused on the... Well, sorry, as in, have your guy in 21, 27... Dewey's opening bit focused mainly on the stuff in the 17th century. I just felt the extra bit in '96 just detracted from the two really solid bits of the story. And on top of that, trying to. There were essentially like three Hellraiser short films that have a running plot.
0: Well, I mean, like I said, I've seen stories like this before, and that's kind of the way they're put together. that's yeah, anyway. indeed. Um, in regards. <laughs> In regards to the notion of having, you know, uh, fleshing out, this story um, originally was a little bit different, and there was more fleshed out in regards to the original guy, um, yeah. Le, Le Merchant, yeah. the toy maker, Philippe. Um, primarily the fact that his missus thought he was having an affair with Angelique. Like, because he was sneaking off at night, she was convinced apparently that, that he was having an affair. Yeah. Um, certain other bits and pieces got changed. I think the reason for having it spaced out is because... Um, there is a real-life like, phenomenon whereby... You, yeah, go on. I was going to say there is a real-life ph- phenomenon whereby, um, you know, fucking a grandchild or a great-grandchild can be the physical spitting image of one of their descendants, of one of their ancestors. Yeah. So I was kind of viewing it that way, whereby every couple of hundred years they got the the physical, you know, genetic whatever spot on, the, the reincarnation or whatever way you want to put it. And then that was what linked him into the dream. And that was why it was so strong with him and why we didn't see any other merchant family attempts at undoing this. You know, that, that was the guy that that's genetics I, are just I, right. Here's the, the next genius. I, in the I am
1: going to say, in defense of my argument about the movie, bad, the guy that directed it won't even put his name on it. He put it down as Alan Smithy, which is like the universal name for I'm not putting my name on this project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look it up on IMDb. It has your man's name down brackets, Alan Smithy, because someone obviously updated his real name at IMDb, but it was originally down as Alan Smithy. I think it's Alan Smithy. Smithy is definitely the last name. Um, yeah, uh, it's um answering character yeah, directed by Kev. Uh, d- um, Hellraiser Judgment twenty eighteen. I thought it was fine. It was not a good movie. It's not as bad. I, if I was going to put the suck ass title on any of the Hellraiser ones, it's the one before that where they go to fucking Tijuana. Hellraiser, the, the one with fat pinhead in it. That's the that is god awful. That fucking movie, the one that was shot for three hundred thousand in in fucking like thirty days or not even thirty days. That one. That, I can't remember what, I want to say it was 2016 or something like that. It was like a year or two before Judgment, but it was fucking, that movie is God fucking awful. It's, oh, it's so bad. I, part of my reason for like in the 2018, I think I saw that one. We reviewed it before. Part of my, um, reason for like in the 2018 one, John Goolager's in it. And I like John Goolager. He's your man that, uh, directed Feast. Yeah, because oh, okay. I, I I've talked about this before, but uh, he feast got made during that TV show that Affleck and Matt Damon did called Project Greenlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. kind of don't ask me why he's so batshit crazy. He warmed up my cold little heart, and I was kind of like, I kind of like John Gooliger. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> yeah, it's not a great movie. It's it, it it's if you haven't seen the 2018 one, it's like someone, it's like your man that made. Human Centipede made a Hellraiser movie. It's it's very more about the gross-out factor than the actual violence itself. Do you know what I mean? Although the pinhead in it isn't a pinhead; he's a different guy. But he's instead of him, like physically torturing you, he tortures you by doing these like Gestapo-esque interviews with you, going through all the worst periods in your history and examining them meticulously in front of your eyes. Which which I which oh, I was okay like, then. well, that that's a that's a that's a pay, that's a torturing that last. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's one of those ones. <laughs> you know, you can always, from what I've seen in the previous Hellraiser's, you can always hop out of your skin suit and find someone else to wear if you're fucking super stuck. But those are some mental scares that will stick with you for life in Hellraiser Judgment. Revelations twenty seventeen <clears throat> or twenty eleven, yeah. That's a fucking shit movie. <laughs> I'll just put that out there now. That's a fucking... <laughs> I'm not even going to gonna go fully into it because I could have a rant episode just about that movie myself from start to finish, but that that's a shit fucking movie. Let alone that it's the most easiest, easily solved fucking lament configuration. He literally just pushes a button. That's it. There's nothing. Just push the button on the top and it'll handle it from there. <laughs> I'm surprised there's not fucking five hundred demons walking around the place on a daily fucking basis if people are able to just oh just push the button, no problems. Gateway oh, to hell, is you? it okay, cool. Boop. Fucking stupid movie. Sorry. This this is this is Anyway, fortunately that's
0: fortunately that's not Enraiser yeah, bloodline. Is, this, this is, is a
1: fucking cinematic masterpiece compared to fucking hell like <laughs> I, I I don't have any issues with any of the stories individually. I just felt due to the fact that they tried to do essentially three Hellraiser movies in one movie. Everything didn't get enough air to breathe, was my issues with it. But it shot beautifully and you get some really nice good old fashioned Hellraiser fucking fashion style murder up in it, which is nice. Angelique yeah. even in Hellraiser yeah. mode, she's alright. You know what I mean? Yep. She'd be the type of lady that if she was like, I've got um, such sights to show you, you'd be like, really now? What sort of what sort of sights are we talking about? <laughs> oh, right. Not what I was planning. Okie dokie. D- why do you look like you're getting sexually aroused by someone pulling your face off?
0: Not my face.
1: D- name me one Hellraiser movie where it isn't anyway, your face. Um, it's... If you're in that scenario, it's one hundred percent your face.
0: Wasn't there one of them where they were torturing uh, victims that somebody was picking out? That was to, that was not like that was to, as in not like as in picking out, picking out, as in to torture the person, they were mutilating others, kind of a thing.
1: Um Yeah, they were going for his family instead. Mental scars. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we're going to hit the trailer for Hellraiser Bloodline and then we're going to be back where we're going to be talking about 2016's Get Out, which is a... 2017's Get Out, which is a hoot. I like it. Uh, We'll be back momentarily. Centuries ago, a toy maker set out to build the perfect puzzle box. A gift that would bring enchantment to all who possessed it. He never dreamed that this simple toy was the key to the gates of hell. Oh, my God. Do I look like someone who cares what God thinks? Now, centuries later, a scientist has unlocked its secret and the battle for the future of
0: mankind is about to be fought across the boundaries of time. I'm Right. Oh, yeah,
1: I can get rid of this for a moment. Um, where is it gone? There it is. Um, right. That was the trailer for Hellraiser Bloodline. I'm going to you, you might need to take it away or talk to me briefly just while I sort out the trailer for well, this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was just um, I was just taking a look. Right. And considering what you were saying about director Kevin Jagger kind of walking away from the project Um. I'd love to see what his version of the film would be, because apparently he had the film done. knocking around. And then, yeah, apparently he had the film done. Then Miramax stepped in and went, reshoot a load of stuff. And he was like, I don't want to. So they got in uh, Joe Chappelle to do a bunch of new scenes. And it would explain, I had seen stuff whereby the roundabout characters had been changed. I didn't realize it was changed after the the filming was completed, if you get me. So that's kind of... The new scenes and reshoots changed several characters' relationships, which was some of the bits that I read around, gave the film a happy ending. So that's kind of like, what? Oh, okay. Um, introduced Pinhead earlier and cut 25 minutes from the length yeah. of the movie. I would love to see that version because I like I like this version of it, but I'd love to see what he had originally intended. And like I said, I'm familiar with what I think some of those, um, those relationship changes would be because... For one thing, it's actually um, Delil that's supposed to be knocking around with Angelique as opposed to to Jock. A lot more
1: sense, To be honest. So
0: that could be. A... Well, I mean, Jock being a sneaky git and whacking Delil and then taking control of Angelique, he, actually, he shouldn't have been able to k- take control because Delil was the one that summoned her.
1: Um, yes. Yeah. I agree there. Sorry. This is just taking slightly longer than I thought it was going yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But anyway, no, like I said, um, there was also supposed to be uh, more. I don't know if they filmed it or not, but there was definitely supposed to be an actual confrontation, physical confrontation between Pinhead right. and Angelique as opposed to just they, they, Angelique they, getting from, sucked into the box. From what I read, second. they
1: kind of shoehorned in the, um, do you know, where it seemed like Angelique and Pinhead were kind of that a thing a little bit.
0: Well, I don't know about a thing. They but fancied each other, or something. Was, you could sense there was some form. Of, yeah, there was some form of hierarchy in hell, and they were both on an equal-ish footing. He refers to her as princess, so if she's a princess, he might, hes probably yeah. a lord of hell, so equal-ish.
1: I keep on kicking my microphone up the road, and it's stuck to the mic. There we go. Okay, I have stuff sorted now, so we can um, get rolling there. Um, so, okay. from twenty-six or twenty-seventeen, sure. evidently, we have. Uh, <laughs> Um the Jordan oh turned off my camera there. Fuck's sake. Uh <laughs> Cam Johnny, just chill out for a second and just find the things that you're looking to hit. That's the button. There we go. Life is fine. <laughs> Everything's good. Um Yeah, so it's the Jordan Peele movie that everybody was raving about um for a while when it came out because fuck me, was it original? Um tell us the story of this um lad. I, I'm shit with names, so you might need to do your Chris, um, who's Chris. a relatively well-known photographer slash, well, he's a photography student, but he's kind of making a name for himself with some pieces that he's done and things like that. You're looking at me. Oh yeah. Um, no, I'm he's dating this you. girl whose name I can't remember because I'm shit with names. Yeah. Rose, Rose Armitage. Armitage. Remember the Armitages because they're, they're very appropriate to this, um, Who's his loving girlfriend and they're all going out to his family's home because there's a bit of a just to meet the parents kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of kind of uh cultural subtext as they're driving out because there's a slight um interaction with a it.
0: Well, it's, there isn't even I, subtext I, at the very start. He kind of turns around and goes, You do, your parents yeah. do know you're dating a black guy, right?
1: Um there's also the the bits where he's a uh, his housemates also saying it to him that he was like, you can't be going out to those crazy fight, fucking white folks' houses. You know what? They fucking, they rob people and they do crazy shit like that. Um, yeah, There's also a bit of an interaction with a cop on the road, which doesn't go down too well either. Just kind of setting the tune for the movie. And then they get out to the Armitage's house and his parents are lovely. And they're sound. Slightly Racist put in that kind of i'm not well they're racist they're... in that i'm trying so hard not to be racist that i end up being kind of racist do you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, friendly that racism PC i think is the the term crap. for it you know what i mean where it's like i like you know i i voted for fucking uh whoever i think was one of the thing. i would have voted for obama yeah, yeah, three yeah. times if i could have I'm a big fan of that Tiger Woods fella. Do you play any golf yourself? You know, all that kind of fucking shit. But anyway, um you so soon realize there's a much more sinister plot to the whole weekend out at the family's house as the brother who is a fucking asshole from the offset. Hyper aggressive would be um the best way of describing it. He wears his testicles outside yeah. his pants. That'd be the yeah. best way of um and rubs them on everything to mark its territory. Um, you soon realize that there's a much more sinister plot afoot at the house, but as you see a kind of a a silent auction going on. You also meet a a lovely gent who's dating this rather elderly old lady, even though he's a fine looking, uh, colored bloke who, um, Chris takes a photo of him. And lo and behold, he has a fucking freak out. Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! out! (coughs) Um... Which would have been my indication. That's when I would have been in the car, if I was Chris. I won't lie to you. He, I think he, he tried at that point. Uh, Something. The sexy didn't. girlfriend. She, she's yes, tend to be the stopping yes, stone for most of his intelligence. Thus proving it doesn't matter how artistic or intelligent a yeah. man is, a fine ass set of titties will lead him astray. Plenty of times. Um. Anyway, a Plot of Foot, yeah. they're auctioning um, colored gents off to get their brains subliminally mapped and replaced with some of the older gentlemen whose bodies are starting to get old and feeble and fail them. Um, And crazy shit starts to go down and it starts to go. And this is uh, this is out recent enough that I don't want to get like. Robin robbing but yeah, a, yeah. there's some great surgeries it's... there's some great fucking fights there's all of the tension and a nice little <laughs> and peppering of some comedy in there as well because there are some nice light-hearted moments mostly brought afoot by his housemate who is a fucking delight <laughs> Rod is Rod. awesome <laughs> Rod is great <laughs>
0: oh man when he does the phone call when he does the phone call and he figures out he's going, oh my you're a genius you're a, you're a genius you're an evil genius it's just like fair yeah. enough at least he yeah. recognizes this I
1: um, think he calls her a sexy evil genius Yeah, I remember correctly
0: yeah he, he probably did yeah he probably did for a debut film this is quite yeah. a film to make a debut on and more importantly to kind of Show this is the kind of movie I'm making because he went along and deliberately the entire movie plays off of racial tension and is done in such an interesting way that for me, I found myself kind of watching it. And generally speaking, there's, you know, that kind of as I as I put it in the the, in the article, it's awkwardly gripping because you're like, oh, my God, it's like watching a train wreck, but you can't not watch it. And did, like really some of the some of the happens, dialogue like, that's done what? in a friendly manner, oh, like
1: literally, will make you cringe for Caucasians in general. I, I, as as a bona fide card carrying member of the white dude posse, like there's some of the some of the stuff that gets said to him as a nice as a nicety. You're actually like, he's oh just like, my god! <laughs> How was your opening gambit I going? out of voting for Obama well, three times if I could. Well done, sir. Thank you.
0: What I, thought was, what I thought was very interesting was there, there's one point where there's a bunch of them gathered around and it's the Asian dude that turns around and asks if he thinks there's any be- benefits to being African-American nowadays. And he's just standing there kind of going.
1: Well, you, you kind of thought you suddenly realize the that everyone's the- totally awkward because they know why they're at the house. <laughs> they're just making small talk till dinner, if you know what I mean.
0: Well it's not even that. It's like they don't even care. They're literally just kind of like, getting. Get, they're literally just asking his opinions because they find it amusing to find out what his opinions are because at the end of the day, he's literally yep. meat on the chopping It's dock. like
1: talking to your cow before you eat it, but you're um, not eating the cow. You're going to wear his body.
0: Dude, I wear a leather jacket. Kill him, skin him, meet him, and That's him.
1: essentially what this is. Except that they wine, dine, and converse them first. Except they don't eat them. I, w- I yeah. won't lie to you. I if there really was a subplot that the, it turned um, out the son was eating the remains of the fucking old people bodies or whatever, I would not be fucking... He is a fucking animal, surprised. that guy. <laughs> He's a fucking animal. I really enjoyed... Savage with a cricket bat. I really enjoyed how they... Or Sorry, lacrosse back. Yeah. I
0: really enjoyed how they handled the... the, the submersion the hypnosis element it's
1: great it's a great visual isn't it it's
0: yeah and you're just like whoa, whoa that is Ooh. like when we say about this movie Man, that's when we say about
1: this movie being competent for a uh, uh, a debut feature it's not just competent as in well he didn't fuck that up that was quite an enjoyable movie there's some seriously well laid out shot progression and things like that and even yeah. th- you'll notice that uh, now i know this can kind of be said for most kind of Trailery horror movies, but it's implemented much more so in this, that the sh- the speed of the shots that they use progresses as everything starts to kind of come to a boil. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of long, drawn-out oh, shots, yeah, yeah, yeah. and w- yeah. single shots, and, you know, even some tracking shots where they follow them around and things like that, and then once it starts getting into the horror stuff, fuck me, shit starts cutting quick.
0: Well, even some of the, to be like understanding what you, I, I, I get what you mean. And even kind of some of the, the longer drawn out stuff, in my opinion, added yes. to it. I mean, especially when the, when he's sitting and watching TV mm-hmm. in the room and that entire thing, just like the, the, everything being explained to him and the process. And then there's the, the conversation. Yeah, that's two sh- that, I just thought all of that that's was That's two like-
1: shot anyway. Cause he's, there's him and the TV. There's separate shots. That's what I mean. I don't mean scenes.
0: Oh, I thought. Yeah, Very clearly so, I didn't understand. No, what yeah, I, I get what
1: you're saying, scenes-wise as well. Because the like, well, I mean, if the shot pacing speeds up, so does the scene pacing, because that kind of goes hand in hand. Um, but yeah, yeah although all, if you haven't seen Get Out, although I can't think of anybody that hasn't seen uh Get Out at this stage, to be honest. Hey, Midnight, what's going on, bro? Um, I can't think of anybody that hasn't seen Get Out at this stage. If you haven't seen Get Out, see Get Out because it's really fucking good.
0: Yeah, it, it is a film, though, that you're... See, I, it, maybe it was just me, but I was kind of sitting there kind of going, oh, this is annoying me. Oh, this is really interesting. Ah, it's annoying me again. Oh, this is really interesting. But then, like, the fucking... That, I think it's kind of supposed to be that way, but the, the, the ending of it is just pure... Oh, yeah. <gasps> Once the pin
1: drops, it's... There's characters that you like in the movie, and then when the pin drops, you were like, oh, you evil cunt (laughs) do you know what i mean like it's it's really fucking good it's really good and as you said if we're thinking of the same
0: if we're thinking of the same thing that i had probably the exact opposite reaction are you that yeah yeah oh did you have a
1: fucking jurassic park fucking moment was it clever girl
0: (laughs) more like a hmm. yeah you know, just uh, as soon as the switch turns I'll tell you one like, indicator ah, to there me she is. of
1: who was th- there's a person eating cereal during the the film, and I thought it was a really good. I don't know where he got the logic in his head for this, but it, I was like, that's how I'd imagine psychopaths eat cereal. <laughs> you eat that's cereal, you... one bit of cereal at a time, and taking a slug of milk.
0: Well, no. It's usually a spoon and then a slug of milk, because cocoa pops. You can't really do that. I used to. Do you don't just put the milk stuff.
1: in the bowl. You're a fucking psychopath. No. <laughs> there you go. And I know you, so I feel confident in saying that. So. <gasps> I think. I think. If anything, I'm all you've done is corroborate What I'm would... saying. Yeah. Probably. Um, probably. Anyway. As, yeah go on look
0: um, no i was gonna say at least i'm a very well maintained and disciplined one i guess
1: anyway as i said if you haven't seen get out very very much go see it and see us as well if you haven't seen that either i quite enjoyed that us was very good yeah Um, that was very good modern day sophisticated retelling it should as i like to think
0: Jordan Peele is handling he the remake of is, Candyman, is. isn't he? Well, I, remake, is, remake is probably Reboot. the wrong word to use. No, no, no. It's but, a um, sequel.
1: Because th- there's a literal... Yeah. yeah there's is, a literal a passing of the torch. Of the story.
0: Yeah. But um, my point being that having seen... I'd seen Us before, but um, up until actually reviewing, watching it for the show, I hadn't seen Get Out. But I can... You know, considering the way the original Candyman went, I can like this, I'm very much looking forward to the new one when it, when it arrives on. Yeah. You know, you can practically see the, the groundwork for how his approach is going to be in this, especially, I think.
1: Yeah. 100%. Okay, we're going to hit the trailer for uh, Get Out and then we're going to be back and we're going to say our goodbyes and all of that kind of thing. Catch you in a little bit. You got your toothbrush. Check. Do
0: you have your deodorant? Check. Do you have your cozy clothes? Got that? What? Do so they know I'm black? Should they? You might wanna, you know. Mom and Dad, my black boyfriend will be coming up this weekend. I just don't want you to be shocked that he's a black man. <laughs>
1: black. I ain't never seen you like this before, bruh. Meeting families and taking road trips. So come back all bougie, man. Come back, got your damn pants up to your damn stomach. <laughs> 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 Do you smoke in front of my daughter? I'm gonna quit. She'd take care of that for you. How? Hypnosis.
0: I'm good actually. You ready for this?
1: I'm back in the B. So look, I go do my research. Apparently, a whole bunch of brothers been missing in this suburb. But it's cool. Bro, how are you not scared of this, man? Couldn't see
0: no brother around here. Chris was just telling me how he felt much more comfortable with my being here. Get out. Sorry, man.
1: Get out! Yo! <laughs>
0: Rose, we gotta go. Is everything
1: okay? Rose, the keys. Just get the keys. I don't know where they are. Rose! Sink into the floor.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Mine wait. <gasps> is a terrible thing to waste. A terrible thing to waste. <laughs> There's too many white people I get nervous.
1: And we're back. <coughs> that is the trailer for Get Out. Um, I liked how they used sorry, the I the chocolate bar during the outbreak, and I thought I'd have it chewed more by the time I. <laughs> <clears throat> yep, I liked us, but it's a disappointment on a few levels. It was definitely underwhelming compared to Get Out. Yes, I would agree with that. It's it's much slower than Get Out, but uh, I I liked it. There was it was chud slower mm-hmm. I just like to kind of twist yeah. on things literally um, anyway that's us done for the rest of the week Um, or for this week should I say Uh, Carter and Buzz are going to be back Tuesday with another original versus remake that I can't remember what it is off the top of my head Carter if you're still in the chat feel free to drop that in there because I can't can you remember <laughs> I can't remember neither can I no, I can't remember. But there will be an original versus remake on Tuesday. There will be, and here. be here. And there will be original ling and remaking. And remade. Yes, that one. Um, this Thursday, we are going to be doing a slight change of pace on... Um, well, not really, <laughs> come to think of it. We curse a lot in the show. And there's a TV show out on Netflix called The History of Curse Words or The History of Swear Words hosted by Nicolas Cage. So we're going to be doing that and we're going to be finding um, it's a horror movie that's cursed and there's a horror movie. There's either a horror movie that literally was cursed itself or, sorry, there's going to be (laughs) there's going to be the history of swearing. There's going to be a horror movie where the movie itself was cursed and there's either going to be a horror movie that's full of cursing or a horror movie that has a curse as the storyline. And we're just going to do a curse special. And was it literally, there's a...
0: Also, um, Kirk just pointed out that on uh, Tuesday, we're going to be covering when a stranger doggy, calls. doggy,
1: I think we're froze up at the moment. Oh. Are we froze up or is it just my camera's froze up? Move there for me, guys. I think it's just your camera. No, it's the the thing's froze up. I'll just click here see if... Yeah, it's... Yeah. There we go. We're back. No, we're not. <laughs> oh. There we go. We're back. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah. Th- there's going to be a curse special on Thursday for the group chat. So, a whole loads of curses in different varieties. A curse Fuck, 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 fuck. Motherfuck, motherfucker, fuck, fuck, fuck. Talk What's it? Thought it was going to be. Yeah, it will be. I'm just not telling people what the movies are. Uh, Carter. <laughs> I can tell. We're doing Grace Dancers and Exorcism of Emily Rose. I was just trying to uh, keep an air of mystery about it till the Tuesday show, but seeing as I got a message about it, that's what's uh, happening. Uh, uh, History of curse words our history of swear words, grace dancers, or grave dancers, should I say, Grape and, dancers. um, Dexorcism of, of Emily Rose, Rose. Mm. and Stranger Calls is what's coming up on Tuesday. Um, also, as is customary on a Sunday night over in American Horror, say 30 p.m. CST and whatever that equates to is GMTs, which is an hour and five minutes away from now, uh, myself and Giz are over on that channel where we're going to be doing a slightly more in-depth dive into the world of crazy fucking inventions throughout horror, um, as we have another couple of choice picks. Some of these show up and some of them don't. But um, a whole load of picks are going to be up there. 8.30pm CST and whatever the question is GMT's. Only on American Horrors Hour. Five minutes away from now. And we're going to be hitting to a trailer in two seconds. But first, also, if you're new to the channel or new to the chat in general, um, there's a little subscribe button below. Which if you'd hit that while you're here, that'd be amazing. And also if you did enjoy the show and you want to hear um more of our crazy horror related rantings, Um, there's also a little bell icon, which it would appear, according to Katie and Giz, does actually work. I'm yet to know. (laughs) I only own the channel. Sometimes. I have no idea. (laughs) I don't get no notifications to get my email mandatorily to let me know the channel's live. But that's it. It's not a notification bell email. It's a, your stream has started. Email, YouTube, check Uh, it out. Anyway, um, other than that, myself, Giz, Buzz, and Carter. I know they're not here now, but you will see them during the week. Uh, during the week, we're going to be talking about some other sort of mad horror bollocks, and other than that, go cast out. Say hello to the trailer. Say goodbye, Giz. Bye bye, Giz. Tighten the capacitors. Hold on. Okay, we got it. Hey, how are you? Oh, you're just the guy who was looking to- See. Why? I've been working on this new uh way of boosting productivity within the core cast. Right. I needed to do some tests with you if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, I guess. First one's annoying. Uh, I, on. yeah. I can barely see those. those. It'll be fine. fine, don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, so if you just stand here. Okay. Perfect. And I will be back in just a sec. Go over here. If you could uh very nicely and very easily, push your left hand over your eye for me, please, and read out the letters that are on the board. That would be great. Thanks. 8
0: T Q. Yeah, so I think that's a no. Mm hmm. Okay, that one's a Q. That's definitely 100% a Q.
1: Oh, Q, Very interesting. Good data, yeah. I think that's a, a T. Yeah, that's a T. Yeah.
0: Ace. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's... Ace?
1: Yeah, okay, okay, that's definitely a Y. Okay, that'll do. Uh, I need you to sit down here now. Uh, make sure you sure. take your good hop up on there. Alright.
0: What... the hell... is that?
1: It's to do with the uh, productivity experiment. What the fuck does sticking a probe up my arse have to do with boosting productivity? I didn't stick a probe up your ass you mad thing. It's a rocket. It's a completely different cool. thing. Mm-hmm. See? You wind it up. Mm-hmm. That rounds it. And then you just put the away. Mm-hmm. Work harder. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it gives me a good idea for an episode. Join myself and the this Sunday, at 30 pm CSC and whatever that question is, GMT's Onion American Horrors, so we're going to be talking about mad scientists, crazy vampires,
0: demon underlords, and everything, as myself and the discuss the craziest inventions in horror. Mm-hmm.
1: Don't forget if you enjoy our madcap, gorecast horror hijinks, we stream three nights a week over on YouTube—Mondays, Thursdays, and Sundays—where you can see a little bit of this. turd spoon. God damn! I knew there was something I wanted to bring up in the. Uh, God damn! I don't know what a fucking turd spoon is, but I'm mad to. Yeah, pretty Most definitely, some of this with a new 2009 twist. Uh, she pulls out of her vagina. <laughs> um, I'll give it to her though, 'cause like. You know how, like, magicians kind of, like, do something and they pause dramatically? She took that dramatic pause. And occasionally, some of this. It's our
0: favorite Halloween movies. What's up, Gorecasters? Re- Re- Welcome back here
1: to the Gorecast. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm here. I'm back. <laughs>